Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, today on the show, I've got a fellow by the name of Alan Kipping Ruin. He's on the show today to talk about uh, his website, tryguycoaching.com. He actually does online coaching, uh, you know, trains fitness at athletes. And um, yeah, he's here to talk about his show. And uh, welcome, Alan. Oh, thanks, John. Thanks for having me. It's great to, to be here. Yeah, no problem. So do you kind of want to like share your story, like how this all got started and, uh, you know, go way back? I know, uh, obviously, you're in the in the military, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, I, I, uh, I took a different, I guess, uh, path that most entrepreneurs take. Um, I think it's definitely a new way that some can think about it, but being a coach. So my entrepreneur, I think, kind of mentality started when I was a kid. My dad kind of, I think, groomed me and my brother into being that way. Um, you know, if I wanted to go to the movies, I had to raise money. And to do that, I went to order door selling candy. I went as far as creating a toll booth on the road that I live on. It didn't really work out so well, but it was these small little projects that kind of gave way to uh, what I was going to be starting my business today. Uh, right after high school, I didn't have the grades that I was looking for to go to college, so I joined the Navy. I had been a lifeguard, and I was swimming competitively pretty successfully my entire life, so I thought, you know, heck, why not be a rescue swimmer in the Navy, jump out of helicopters, be a cool job. So I, uh, I got into the endurance arena when I was on deployment, my first deployment uh, in Bahrain, which is an island off the east coast of Saudi Arabia. I was there for six months, and a buddy of mine was training for a triathlon that was local in the area. I was like, you know, that sounds like fun. You know, I might as well do something. I'm bored. And so it meant I could keep swimming and uh, stay in shape to be a rescue swimmer, but get back into swimming competitively. And uh, we were making quite a bit of money out there. So when I got back, I bought a bike and I started racing my first triathlon. And I was hooked, immediately hooked. Started going further distances, going to an Olympic distance or international distance and into a half Ironman, which is a 70.3. Um, and then from there, I went to my second deployment, got back, and then I discovered that I was colorblind. So my, uh, my entire life kind of just stopped immediately and I wasn't allowed to fly anymore. So uh, what we called flying a desk, I was in charge of 70 rescue swimmers in charge of their training and my work days that instead of going from 10, 12 hour days, we're going into a four to six hour day. So I was bored and I decided to start a business coaching athletes. Um, I had done successfully as I was on deployment immediately came back and my friends were like, you know what, you should do this for, you know, do this something, you know, it'll keep you motivated, keep you keep you interested in the sport. So I started my business, got out of the military, and now I'm in school at Penn State University studying uh, physiology and using that to help uh, go with my coaching ability. And from now, you know, I coach athletes both online, internationally, as well as locally, swim, bike, and run, doing marathons, adventure races, half Ironmans, Ironmans even, you know, Tough Mudders and things like that. So it's, it's, been a t it's been a fun ride, and, you know, I'm still looking forward to seeing what athletes that I can get to the finish line. Yeah, that's really interesting. I know, you know, like, like we were talking before we started, I've done, you know, I've seen online that there's a lot of, like, online coaching that people offer. You know, they'll put together a plan, but I didn't realize kind of like, you know, the, the logistics of it that you could get really, really in-depth with some of these things. Like you're, you're kind of coaching some really high-end clients from what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. So, do you um, want to talk so, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, uh, a, a lot of my athletes, I think now, uh, what I try and focus on is um, giving back to veterans. I know it was just Veterans Day this past week, 
Yeah. But I think my biggest thing is now trying to give back to veterans as much as I can coming back from war. Right. So you're basically your goal is to help as many people as possible, you know, right. tackle those obstacles that they might be coming into. Right. Right. Now, I know you said, um, too, I thought this was interesting. You mentioned that one of your current clients had like an injury. So that was something that you were able to kind of adapt around with your coaching. Yes. Um, this past, I guess it's been, what's November? Uh, two months ago, I picked up my first veteran, um, military veteran, although he's in the Army and I'm in the Navy, but I was okay with coaching him. Um, he ended up losing his right leg, I believe. Uh, yeah, his right leg. I think so. Yeah, I think it was his right leg above mm-hmm. the knee. So he's an above the knee amputee. And, um, you know, last year he wasn't able to run 10 miles. He could only run about a mile and had to get in his wheelchair. And now he's looking to qualify for the Rio 2016 Paralympics. And uh, I reached out to him and said, look, you know, I, I, I want to work with you because he's still getting back on his feet. You know, and uh, so I, I work with athletes like that, and I've specifically worked with him to get him back on his feet, to get him out the door, to keep him motivated, to, to see him succeed, because for him to cross the finish line gives me the biggest biggest joy as a coach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. So, I mean, you're basically allowing, you know, you're changing lives for these people, allowing them to, uh, you know, do better with their, you know, fitness overall and help them get better. Right, yeah. Cool. So do you want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, like, let's say I were to go online, you know, to your site and I buy one of your courses. I know you've got courses that like range from beginner to advanced. You know, if I were to buy, like, let's say I buy a beginner course, like what would that entail in in terms of, um, you know, like what would be some example things that I might be doing uh, during that, during that course? So uh, we'll say, use this typical athlete. Let's say, you want to run your first 10 kilometer race or a five kilometer race. We'll just go to a 10 kilometer race. So you can go to my website um, and you can go to, you go to, to the website and you ended up clicking on training programs and it'll bring you up a, a website that's called training peaks. Trainingpeaks.com is a great software that I use to help uh, talk to my athletes, talk to others that look at purchasing training plans. Then you can go there and look for the 10 kilometer, um, which should be on there, but 10 kilometer race or five kilometer race. I'm sorry. There's a six week beginner 10 K race. So what you do is you end up purchasing that race and, and I can actually screen share to kind of show you what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Help a little bit. Um, let me know when it's up. I think it's just loading in now. Okay. So you go to tryguycoaching.com look at services and you click on training programs and you brings up this site that you see right here from here. Uh, I don't know if it came up for me quite yet, but oh, give it a minute here. I know for those of you listening on the podcast, you won't be able to see this, but basically he's got a, it's quite in depth. It's really cool. There's a whole, um, you know, tracking system he's able to use where he can go through and look at all this. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a showed up now, so you can go ahead and describe this. So, when you go to my website, click on training programs, it'll come up when you click this and it'll bring up this website, which is trainingpeaks.com, as you can see. And you can scroll all the way down to six week beginner, right? And what it ends up doing is you hit buy. Now when you hit buy, it ends up having you sign up for the program called Training Peaks. Now when you sign up for Training Peaks, you're gonna end up getting this it's going to show up like this. 
know, on the first day you're going to run, you're not going to run, but the next day you're going to warm up and then you're going to get emails to your inbox that say you're going to run a mile and a half, you know, and then you're going to do four by one minutes fast with a two minute rest in between. And that's essentially what you do. And then you do the six weeks and I can show you six and it'll get you to where you see the 10 K, you know, good luck. And then, so basically it works, works with an athlete through. I also have um, emails that I'll send because I can see the person that purchases it and I can send emails to the person to go, Hey, do you have any problems or any questions about the program? Are you worried about race day? You got anything you're, you know, you got questions about, please feel free to email me. And then usually I send a post race email that says, Hey, great job on your race. How did you do? You know, do you have any feedback for me? Um, is there anything I can help you with in the future? Do you have any athletes that you know would be interested in doing the same training plan and things like that? So that's how, at least in my, I do it virtually as well as coaching athletes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is really intuitive. So basically the, anyone that'll, uh, anyone that signs up, they're basically getting everything right in their inbox. They're able to, you know, just follow along with what you, what you've already pre-set up for each plan. Correct. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty simple. I mean, I try to make it as simple as possible for the athlete because, as you know, the more complicated something gets, sometimes people just stop doing it or walk away. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know for me, like, I've been in the, all kinds of tri different training courses that, you know, usually just having it come to your inbox every day or, you know, able to kind of go with the flow of things. Like, I'm recently in a training course I know where they they don't allow you to, like, skip ahead. So you have to like, oh wow, that's, you know, yeah, the first yeah. Week, and then once you're done with that, it like unlocks the next week of of content. So it's really cool that you can kind of just go along with it that way. You can't skip ahead or get in anything you shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now, what about uh, like meal plans and things like that? What are what are you doing? What are you doing for that in terms of you know, if someone buys a meal plan, do they come with any of these training courses as is, or are they separate? Now. The meal plans are a little bit more complicated. Um, I don't think I have any on there for sale. Um, but basically, or if I, yeah, so I don't think I have anything on there for sale. But basically what I'll do with meal plans is, you know, endurance athletes, you know, have to focus on sports nutrition. The, their carb intake has to be a little bit higher. Their fat intake has to be a little bit higher. But as well as trying to recover from workouts, their protein intake has to be a little bit higher. So this doesn't mean you're going to sit down and eat a chocolate cake. It just means that you need to eat the correct foods with regards to what your training is, is uh, you know, half at what's going on with your training. So normally I'll consult with athletes. You know, not I wouldn't say I focus more on like a vegan diet, but it's more of a holistic, you know, we're trying to get rid of the junk food. You're trying to get whole foods that are, that are the most natural in its own state. And then, you know, su supplying maybe meal plans that way by email or suggesting um, uh, meals or, or uh, recipes for athletes. I mean, I sometimes get calls from my athletes that are in the grocery store and go, I need help. I don't know what to buy. My wife does this normally. What the heck am I supposed to do? And so I'll sit on that phone for an hour and walk through the person going through the grocery store. You know, look at the bananas. You know, you want to find this color. Don't get pick up this one. You know, pick up a melon. Does it feel soft in certain spots? You know, maybe that's not good. So I'll walk with athletes in terms of helping them not only with meal plans but picking out the right and correct foods even while they're, they're at the grocery store. Wow. 
So now how, um, you know, I wanted to hear more about like um, what it is you're doing to kind of promote your promote your site and get more clients. Like what are some avenues you're going with? Are you doing any like paid advertising or how are you able to kind of get yourself out there? So I, I, um, I struggled with this in the beginning and lately I've been having some success uh, with the, with uh, Gary Vanacek. Do you, are you familiar with him? I do know him, but I haven't really read or kind of looked through a lot of his content. I, I hear so, him mentioned a lot. So his his philosophy is, I think he just wrote this book. It's called Jab, 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 or uh, Punch, I guess, or whatever. But it's all about give as much free content, give as much stuff as you can, and then finally ask for something in return. So lately, I've been reaching out on Twitter using searches as well as on Google+, just looking for people, even on forums, looking for people that have questions about triathlon. Because I'm not trying to go out and sell somebody. There's nobody that nobody likes the the person that has the car salesman attitude of look at me, I'm a coach, you know, buy from me. But I, you know, my goal and even my mission is to help as many athletes as I can um, make the most available, most get the most out of their available training time. If that means I can reach out to many more athletes on a forum, and maybe one of them goes, hey, could you give me some run advice? And then, you know, it turns out I give that person on advice. You know, maybe they have a friend that has the same problem, and they send them to me. So lately it's been a lot of just giving out as much free information. Um, even if people have questions on Twitter, I'll write up a whole article. Then I'll say, hey, you asked about that question. I wrote up and I spent an hour and a half writing this article because I think you would find a lot of benefit from reading this, and as well as maybe your friends or other athletes that I work with would find benefit from that. So for me, at least online, it's all about, finding on people on Twitter, people on Facebook, social media. Now, when, when I walk away from the camera, walk away from being online, it's a lot of being out there at the events, um, being out there supporting athletes, being out there giving out like free training camps, free race clinics, things like that. I mean, sometimes beginners have no idea how to change a tire on a bicycle. So right. that's what I'm there to do. And usually we see about a 1% conversion. So if I'm in the, in the room of 10 athletes, at least one of them will come back to me for some paid help. Well, yeah. So, I mean, pretty much you're basically just doing a lot of networking and emailing people and just kind Absolutely. of building those single relationships. And that's really working out for you. It has. It has. And I think it's, I mean, at least in our business, at least in the endurance world, it seems to me that that's the best way to go about it. Yeah. It's a I lot mean, of grassroots networking. Yeah, you figure too, you're, you know, you might not see, you know, with some other niches, you might not see as some of these, like the people you'd be targeting might not be as apt to um, be interested in some of these things, like people that right, are more right. like in make money niches and things like that. Right. Well, I mean, it, um, I mean, interesting, interesting statistic, the Kona World Forward or the Kona GoPro World Ironman Championships, the ones you normally see on NBC or on TV, about half of the field there only had a coach. That meant that at least half of them got themselves there by themselves. So there's still a lot of people that aren't looking for this information, and there's also a lot of people looking for information. So like you said, I'm just having to network and find those people that I want to connect with to help. Yeah, I know you mentioned forums too, and that can be a huge avenue for finding traffic as well as finding yes. potential. You know, but you also have to be just as careful because sometimes you can come off a little too pushy. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I like the, you know, and I hear this all the time, too, is, you know, give free value. I don't know if you follow uh, Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income. I don't know if you're familiar with his blog at all. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's kind of like his motto and what, 
what he does, and that's why he's able to do so well with like affiliate marketing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it obviously works so well. <laughs> well, but, he's making like fifty grand a, a month or so. Yeah, exactly, because he's just he gives and gives and gives. I know he yeah. did like recently. He actually used Google Hangouts and he did a Q and A session for like two hours where he just answered questions with no pitch at the end. I mean, but that does so much better for his business than it would be asking for a pitch at the end. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's like, you know, for me, I think today I even unsubscribe to someone's email because every every week they're sending me some new offer or some new program they're trying to get me to buy some new affiliate oh, program. And absolutely. It becomes daunting to a point. It's like, well, there's really not much here that they're giving me that's a value. It it just becomes more annoying than anything. I, I mean, I I think like you know, email marketing has its place, but the the you know you know people that are marketing or, or advertising you know most people are not looking at the road when they drive they're looking at their phone I mean I you know some people are guilty and we're all guilty of it so mm. that doesn't mean you're going to be looking at the outdoor media that someone paid thousands of dollars on on a billboard at the same sense when you want to watch your favorite show and you DVR it you're DVRing it because you don't really want to sit there and watch it right so when you DVR you skip through all of the commercials. So why is somebody paying for these TV commercials? Same thing with email marketing. We get all these emails that clog our inbox, but the ones you really look forward to getting is the ones you keep. Otherwise, unsubscribe because it's just, you already said you got a ton of emails recently and you're sorting through that. The last thing you want to read about is somebody trying to pitch you some BS you know, book that you should buy or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like a lot of people do that, but you know, I'm... I'm trying to find as many marketers as I can. I actually wrote an email recently. Um, I'm planning on getting a guest post published. It's regarding like my top 15 email subscriptions, like email lists that I oh, subscribe yeah. to. So I'm like focusing on the people that, you know, I've kind of like watched what these people are doing over time. And then I can say, well, they're actually doing things the right way. They're not just sending me junk, you know? Right, right, right. Absolutely. You want to follow people like Pat. And like we're saying, it, they, they all have their place. They're not saying that they're bad. They're just, you have to do it correctly. Otherwise, it's almost like you're wasting your time. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, how many clients have you been able to, I mean, I don't know how long, like when did you start the site and like how many clients are you currently coaching? So right now I have about 10 clients. Uh, I started in 2009 and I got my first client because I reached out to all my friends on Facebook and said, hey, I'll coach you for 30 bucks. You know, that's the best way, you know, to get, yeah. you know, and all I needed was testimonials. And now it's come into, you know, I, I uh, uh, recently was on Facebook and I'm part of different traffic clubs in the area. And I try not to post on there because, again, it's, it's too much of a sales pitch. But somebody was asking about, do you know anybody in the area that does run coaching? I said, hey, I'll do run coaching. You know, we'll, you know send me an email and, uh, you know, we can talk about it. I did coaching for her. She gave me seven referrals because people were asking about, you know, she had so much rage to say about what we did. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I only have about 10 athletes right now, but I think every month almost it, it grows more and more. Right now it's kind of a seasonal thing because we just had Kona World Championships. So you're starting to see a little bit of interest. It'll go down about just, you know, right now, December, January, February, March, we'll get picking back up because people are like, oh, crap. I've got my race coming up. I actually need to train for this. I don't know what to do. Right, so it's right. very cyclical. But normally I would say about I have about 10 athletes at a time. Right now I have about 10. Okay. Now are you, you're still doing the, the part-time kind of full-time-ish job along with this part-time or are you doing this full-time? So 
the military pays for my education to go to school. So that is kind of my um, incentive for college. So this is, you know, I go to college full time and I do this full time. That's it. Um, and I pretty much, you know, doesn't make a lot of money, but I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I don't have to worry about paying for college right now because they pay for it. But, you know, once I get out of college, I'm looking forward to spending more time on this, you know, doing more uh, training clinics, meeting more athletes in person and to see really where I can take this. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good idea. And I've seen, you know, I've seen a lot of other people do this. There's a, there's someone that I follow who's actually in the music industry and they started their own, like they have their own gym and they, you know, beyond oh, yeah. doing it in person in the gym, they're also offering like they have plans where they can send you the meal plans or the coaching and stuff, but it doesn't seem like a big focus for, for this person, at least, you know, right. that I'm following, you know, whereas, I mean, if you were to get it big enough, you might be able to start, you know, a lot of it, I would assume, you know, once you kind of send people the stuff that, you know, most of it should be autopilot, just answering questions here and there, you kind of have everything set in stone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the biggest thing too is because I don't have, I need to focus on college right now. Um, you're seeing a big trend. I think all across every industry is do um, um, merging of, of, of business people kind of uh, networking and, and collaborating. Right. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You were kind of breaking up there a little or bit. The video Peru or Costa Rica. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're still oh, here. I was just too. saying that, uh, you know, at least in my industry. So you want to see a lot of, you're seeing a lot of people collaborate. And when I have more free time to collaborate with other coaches, maybe pull on training camps in such as you know, places such as Hawaii or things like that. But collaboration, I think, is the biggest thing because, you know, right now I don't have that time to do it, but I will in the future. Right, right. And, I mean, that makes sense. So, I mean, uh, are there any, like, future plans you use? Like, I know, I, you know, obviously, if you're able to kind of build your build your clientele, like, are you planning to maybe get more people involved in the business from, uh, you know, helping you out, or do you plan on doing this solo for the moment? Like, where do you kind of see it going in the future? Uh, I guess a little bit of both. I, uh, I really want to do more webinars online. I, I really want to work with um, more athletes if I can, and uh, I do have my education in coaching junior athletes, so I'd love to get junior athletes through the pipeline them, you know, looking towards possibly qualifying for the Olympics. It's a, it's a big push from our national governing body. It would be great to be a part of that. I mean, I love working with professional athletes. Um, it's a very different mindset when you're working with professional athletes and working with kids or just the average age group athlete looking to do their first race. And all have their place, and I love working with each one specifically. But, I mean, my ideal would be working with professional athletes, having my own training group, or working with kids, having a training group, and uh, just, just getting people healthy. It's, I mean, triathlon and the endurance is a lifestyle, and it's not about working out being type A, but it's really about collaborating with people, connecting with people, and keeping that um, healthy mindset while you enjoy workouts and things like that. Yeah, so that's no, exactly what I would love to do is work with like-minded people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as many people as you can help, the better. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we've got to change the world one person at a time. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask also, and this is kind of just coming from, like, my world of things, obviously, um, maybe someone of your perspective might have, like, 
be able to shed more light on it. But um, I've kind of like over the past few years, I, I sort of uh, got really interested in doing like home fitness for saving time. And I kind of oh, wanted yeah. to hear, hear your thoughts about like, um, I don't know if you ever encourage or what your thoughts are on like home fitness programs, some of the popular ones like P90X or Insanity. I think they are fantastic. I really do. Uh, you know, working out is great, but the other thing that people are also forgetting is nutrition and their diets. So I, I believe, you know, if they don't have the time that they're getting into working out, like you said, I think P90X or Insanity is a great thing. But the other tool that I love to, to talk about is the TRX, which you can do just as well anywhere. And, I mean, I've done – I've had where athletes will put it in a backpack, go to a play, local playground with nobody there, set up their TRX. Whereas an Insanity or P90X workout, you're kind of stuck inside. And, again, that's great when it's terrible outside in the winter months. It's, it's something to try. It's something good to do. But when you get to the summer, getting outside is still a good thing to keep within your mind because staying inside all day kind of screws with you. Um, yeah, and you yeah, talk about the sad seasonal effectiveness disorder. So yeah. Insanity and P90X I think are great, but I would add T TRX into that. Now, um, I don't know if I'm actually familiar with TRX. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? So um, I'm a big proponent about helping veterans or other military personnel that have created businesses or created fitness products. So the TRX was started by Navy SEALs that were in the middle of the Middle East, and they needed a way to work out when they only had a few PVC pipes and ropes and nylon strings or whatever. So it's basically a, a body suspension trainer, um, and you can set it up on a, a fixed point. You can set it up in your door, and it's just two straps with a PVC pipe um, on each strap like a handle and you can just do, you can do chest presses. You can do everything you can normally in a gym, but you're also confined to a smaller space and it's more functional exercises, especially okay. for endurance athletes. You can focus on doing lunges, whereas P90X and, and Sanity focus more on high intensity stuff. The PTRX is also more localized, but it focuses more on, you know, maybe more endurance stuff, but you can attach it to, like I said, a gym. You can go to a gym for classes. You can go to, setting it up in your hotel room. You can travel with it because it doesn't take up as near or much size as like your laptop would. And it's really compact and it's just a body suspension trainer to do anywhere you want to. Well, yeah, that, that sounds pretty cool. I think I might have heard of that as well, but I'll have to take a look online on Google. I'll put a link in the show notes too if anyone you know wants to check this stuff out like P90X Insanity. I'm sure most of you listening have probably heard of this stuff before because it's pretty all over like infomercials and everybody. Yeah, I... But that stuff, that stuff really works if you stick to it. Yeah, yeah. I've had I've had some success with P90X and Insanity, and that was kind of like my, you know, I, I sort of like stopped going to the gym and just got so used to doing that because it was like easy to just jump into it, and then you know I yeah. didn't have to take that extra time to like drive to the gym or you know. Well, exactly. You're not spending. I mean, the the normal the normal low end gym right now, the prices are around thirty five dollars, but you could pay upwards. Like if you're in New York City, you want to go to Chelsea Pier. Their gym is like $145 a month or something. It's, wow. It's, it's pretty high. But if you pay for Insanity, it's like $300, and now you're made up for the entire month or year of going to the gym and paying for gas and things like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's a great budget tool, like you said. It's so much been so much successful for people so they don't have to drive to the gym. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think around now, I think last I checked, it was around, like, both programs are around 120. I'll have to check out yeah, that yeah. TRX program, too, see, like, what that involves, how much that costs, because that might be something I could be interested in. Like, for me, I kind of, I'm almost like that, like you described, like, I feel like I'm inside too much, but I want to be able yeah, to get yeah. out and still, like, get something really effective, like an Insanity or Facebook. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I did. Plus, you look I, badass doing yeah. When you do a TRX, you look badass when you're outside. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. As long I, as you look cool, then you're doing it right. Yeah, yeah. I think I uh, I used to do some running myself, but that was always like, you know, I'll hear like rumors where people will say, you know, if you're doing a lot of running, it's like you, that typical like, you've, I, I guess I've seen people talk about running in general. And like when you see some like the really crazy athletes, it's almost like they're just, their their frames are smaller. Like they're not like these big like bodybuilding type you know, people like oh, the yeah, people yeah. that are super serious about running. So, I, you know, I had success with that. I remember I, I you know, building yeah. like I would follow a plan yeah. and I could just. I mean, absolutely. But, you know, some are made for running. Some are what? Sorry, you broke up a little bit there. Oh, no. I'm just, sorry, you were just saying bodybuilders. I was like, yes, just some people aren't, aren't made to run. But you yeah. were talking about your training plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, too, I know. Um, you're actually the first person that um, I've had on my show that I found through the system Harrow or AKA helper reporter out. Um, I wanted to ask if you've used that at all to kind of like promote, like, you know, beyond finding people like finding someone such as myself through that system, have you been able to use it to get like any publicity for your own website? Uh, yeah, it's been fantastic for me. I just had an article published on entrepreneur.com. Wow. Uh, I did an interview uh, it was with somebody posted, or the woman, I want to say her name is Susan. Um, I don't want to get her name wrong because she did a fantastic job. Uh, uh, Susan, I think it's Susan Johnston. Hmm. Yeah, I'll put a link in the notes if you want to. Uh, um, looking up the article. But anyway, it's on entrepreneur.com. But it was, uh, the article was. Absolutely. So it was, the article is called "On Starting Up from Three Veteran Entrepreneurs," and they interviewed me back in September. She interviewed me back in September, and on Monday it was Veterans Day. I had an article published about my business. Um, I mean, so I've gotten some great, great stuff. The biggest suggestion with that, Harrow, is you have to be consistent with emailing people, um, and you also don't want to try and sell people like all the time. Um, when I know when I contacted you, I didn't know if I fit into what you're looking for, but because it was Veterans Day, I thought maybe some of your viewers and it might help you as far as interviewing a veteran entrepreneur, literally a veteran entrepreneur. So um, I found it to be very successful, um, but it's not going to be 100% all the time. Um, I think I get maybe once every two or three months I get someone to email me back, but it's, you know, it's been great. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, you know, I, for, um, I'm probably going to have an episode that would have aired before this. I haven't created it as of yet, but I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about that system, but um, you know, kind of to give a brief for anyone who might be listening to this and didn't listen to that. Um, basically, it's free publicity, you know, free, free, um, a free way to kind of get yourself out there if you use Harrow or aka it's helperreporterout.com. Yeah, yeah. So what I did in this case was I put up an ad saying, stating that I was looking for entrepreneurs and that's how Alan found me and that's why we're here doing this interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been it, it's been a fantastic resource. I mean, people, you know, constantly like, how do I get more publicity? How do I get more people to come to my website? Yeah. Well, you have to connect with industry experts and people, you know, 
you know, such as yourself. And uh, I mean, it's been fantastic when you get when you're able to help others out from instead of just yourself. Right. Right. Yeah, I know that um, there's a couple other interview shows and they had mentioned the system because they were able to find I know there's one show in particular, um, someone by the name of Jamie Tardy. She runs a show called Eventual Millionaire and she used it to find like her initial, um, you know, she oh, wow. basically interviews millionaires. So she was able to use that to find people that were millionaires. So I thought that yeah. was really interesting. And I, that, that's why I signed up. Uh, yeah. so, well, you know, I'd love to find as many people. And that's kind of, I, I feel like with the, with the, um, the coming interviews that I'll be doing, I'm sort of like changing it up. Like people like such as yourself, where like, you're still an entrepreneur, but, uh, you know, you're not really focusing on some of the same things like, like these other folks are doing. Um, a right, lot of people right. that I've interviewed are, a lot of them are general like product creators, whereas like you're more offering like training and, you know, help for people that need it. Right, right. I will say the one thing with Hero, they just had a bad press about themselves was somebody was going on to write a book, but he was trying to prove that the people that contacted you aren't always industry experts. He was just making up stuff that he told people as a physician, a lawyer, and people were posting on CNN and things like that, that he was an expert and he was just giving them bogus information. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'll have to find was- an article about that for you, but yeah there's no way to really control something that like that, you know, right. Like, you could technically be sitting here talking to me and I guess your website obviously gives some proof of what's going on, but in some sense, you know, <laughs> you could say you're somebody else and just, you know, I'm sure there's, uh, absolutely. You know, and if someone's trying to, God knows what they might be trying to do or promote or, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of interesting but I, people. See, but absolutely, absolutely. But it seems that you've been reaching out to people that are actually, knowledgeable and uh i mean and you're knowledgeable yourself so i don't think you'll have an issue with that yeah i mean i'm not worried about it i know some of the inquiries i even was able to get through the system were like kind of mind-blowing like people that were very big in these companies or websites that just seem to be doing really really well yeah so i figure you know the more people the better the variety you know keeping a variety um yeah, that will make it, you know, I'll just have more of an interesting audience. Like, it, you know, it'd be, be funny to think, like, I know that there could be someone listening that might be interested in who knows, like, what if next, you know, in a, in next year they were thinking, oh, well, I want to get back into running or something, and they just wouldn't. Right, know. right. And then they're, okay, I listened to this interview with Alan, now I could go buy a course and then learn how to, you know, do my first 10K, you know. Absolutely. And, and the other thing, too, is I do want to point out is, if I'm not right, the per- if I'm not the right person to get the answer for that person, like let's say a viewer, listener sees this and they want coaching for me, but I'm not the right person for them. I'm damn well gonna find the right person for them to do it because for me, like you said, we're not all about trying to be the best. We're trying to figure- help as many people as we can, and you know through Hero and through other means like podcasting or interviews like this, you're able to help as many people in, in a wide range of topics. Yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. I mean, that's what it's really all about. Absolutely. But yeah, I, uh, I figure we could probably uh, wrap things up. Uh, I don't know if there was anything else you, in particular you wanted to share uh, about your business, but I think you covered a lot. It seems pretty you know, straightforward. But No, I mean, not at all. The other, uh, the other thing I didn't I'd actually talk about was LinkedIn and Instagram, I think, are, are a big thing for, to connect with people and SoundCloud for music, uh, for people that are interested in music. But, uh, you know, there's other ways to connect with people and you have to just figure out what's going to work for your business. But, I mean, I think I've covered everything. I didn't really have anything else to share. If you want to check out my website, just go to tryguycoaching.com. But 
other than that, um, you know, I hope to help anybody that has any questions in regarding any fitness or endurance related issues. You can reach me on my website or Twitter. And, uh, you know, again, thanks just for having me on here. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, thanks for taking the time. I know it's a Sunday. I think this might be the first interview I've done on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, I was like, oh, yes, yes. What time is it in your, it's about five o'clock here. What, where yeah. are you? I'm, I'm just outside of Philadelphia. So it's around five o'clock. Oh, okay. So you're Eastern as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for coming on and, uh, you know, I'll put a link in the show notes to try guy coaching for anyone who wants to check that out. Oh, John, thank you so much for having me and, and, uh, for letting me connect with your visitors and your, uh, you know, people watching this or viewing this. Yep. Talk to you later. All right. Take care. Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for checking out uh, today's episode with Alan. I uh, wanted to make a quick clip here. The um, you know, I actually found Alan through a system called Harrow, which is a website you can check out. It's over at helpareporter.com. Uh, you could basically kind of use this to get publicity for your business or your website, whatever the case. So definitely check that out. Um, you know, if you'd like, you can also head over to the blog and read more about this interview and check out Alan's website. It's voicesofmarketing.com slash episode 43. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to uh, sign up and subscribe to the mailing list. If you head over to voicesofmarketing.com, it's right at the top banner. Um, I'm basically sending out weekly updates to anyone that's not on the mailing list. You'll get a better idea of you know when new episodes are coming out and any new blog updates I do. I only usually send emails out maybe once a week, if that so uh, thanks and talk to you later.